Warning, the following program is not for the weak-hearted. Those who are closed-minded, or in general, you're scared to learn what's behind closed doors. Here at Sapphire's Airplay, I want you to pour the wine, grab somebody that you want to hold on to, or better yet, get the vibrations stimulated through your body. Get ready for one hell of an orgasm in five, four, three, two, one. What is up, all you monsters and all you sexy motherfuckers out there in Radio Land? It's your girl, Sapphire. Yes, this is being recorded right now. Oh, I forgot to hit the recording, but the recording is on now. Um, Real quick, y'all, I'm very pissed <laughs> off. Very pissed off. And of course, the first person I'm ever going to text about some bullshit like this is none other than Ho on the motherfucking go. Sanaya, my boo. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh, man, I know. I just I think it's really funny, too, because I think this is the second time that something happened and then we ended up coming on the app and talking about it. But this is just it's so crazy that this is actually now the second MTV show where they had some sort of non-monogamous dynamic on there that just was fucking outrageous ridiculous and i was gonna comment on the one um because you know again people are gonna say well you guys it's reality tv no no no. i don't give a fuck i don't give a flying fuck we all know that you know reality tv hasn't been real since the fucking first season of the real world okay like let's put it all in perspective you know even survivor is on some fake ass shit But MTV, fuck you very much. First, you got that secret relationship show. Okay. I was literally thinking of that exact same thing. That, that, what was his name? Like, holier than thou, Mike? Whatever the fuck that man that was looking like fucking Jesus on crack? Yes, with uh, all of those black women. Yes! Oh my God. God. Sickening. Sickening. Okay. And trying to say that they're in a poly lifestyle, but they're also saying like, oh, we're in an open relationship. Nope. Mm -mm. Mm. Mm. Apparently they were like all his wives. They claimed to be all married to him. Yes. And here's the thing. If you say that you're polyamorous, then you're not married, okay? When you say that you are married to multiple wives, that is polygamy, you motherfuckers, first of all. Oh, my God. I'm about to break my fucking nails off, okay? I'm going to break my fucking nails. So, first that, and then now, what, three weeks later, here we are, catfish tonight. This poor, beautiful black woman with vitiligo is basically not sure if she's getting catfished by this influencer, well over 100,000, you know, followers. has got the OnlyFans, and then, oh, wait, claims to be polyamorous. But then when the reveal comes, it is her, and she's like, oh, by the way, um... We've only been doing this for the likes. Like, I'm not really polyamorous. You know, it's just like the trend right now. And, you know, so basically you're getting paid to make a mockery of fucking polyamory. Yep. (laughs) It's it's. uh, What's what's crazy to me, though, is that you have this person who's saying that. You know, they're polyamorous or pretending to be polyamorous for the internet because it's like, what's going to go viral or what's going to get them views and stuff. But the thing about it is, these are the same people in the that are like, 
you know, doing these things for clout or doing these things for money or whatever, which are the wrong people. Mm -hmm. I'll start off by saying that. They're the wrong people to be doing this stuff because you'll have people in the comments who are genuinely like, couldn't be me, or like saying really crazy things about people who actually are polyamorous or non-monogamous. And then it just leaves room for misinterpretation and bias and negativity and stereotypes when in reality it's like there are actual polyamorous people who try to share their stories or their relationships and things on the internet and are educating people but then no one sees their stuff or they get banned because it's considered like inappropriate or pornographic yes right like we have a sex addiction like we have a sex addiction, right. you know, and that we're all porn stars, you know, we're all making, you know, only fans of this content. So it's like you and I have been talking about this for years now. Yeah. And now I'm probably going to look fucking crazy on the socials because here I am. No makeup, no enhancements, living a true living polyamorous lifestyle and now i'm gonna have to defend that to the next motherfucker who's gonna slide in my dm demanding sex and that i I should give them you know a taste of the lifestyle like no motherfucking no this is not disneyland okay and even if it was like i don't care how much you want to pay to sleep with me and my partners it's not gonna fucking happen yeah that whole oh man people assume just because you're we oh man i just like it just bothers me so much because we've had the same fucking conversation so many times so many fucking times and not even like like you and i just talking about it because in our this is our fucking life right but how dare you have a baby you know congratulations on the baby but like how dare you have a baby (laughs) you know, and and choose not to do a gender reveal and and still call yourself, you know, non-monogamous, polyamorous. Like, how dare you, right? How dare us? Oh, man. Honestly, (laughs) that's been, that is in itself has been a really interesting thing. Um, (laughs) I have been trying to, like, seek this type of, community of people who have you know been pregnant or have kids and are polyam yeah um and i've got some really negative backlash about trying to date like while pregnant or even just the idea of being like polyam and having a kid and i'm like wow that's like it just is wild to me even from polyam people which is like a whole separate thing but right it's just it's been really interesting to just navigate being polyam and like having these different life events that people just feel like it's so inappropriate. And I'm just like, I don't know. It's just, it's so weird. It's like, if you're, if you're something, if you're bisexual, but you date, you know, a person or you're in a relationship with a person of one gender or you're polyam, but you're in a monogamous type of relationship or dating one person for a long period of time, like all of a sudden that people think that like negates the fact that you've labeled yourself as something or that you're a part of that right that lifestyle and i'm like no that doesn't make me any less of one thing just because i'm in a different type of situation and it doesn't mean that i'm not going to be that thing anymore exactly um, i'm going to reset the room yeah, real quick but it, okay. yeah no, no no you're fine it's just like i want people to understand like 
you know, shout out to the comments. I'm not going to say your name because in case you're not consenting to me saying your name. But one person did say poly uh, polygamy is a type of polyamory, in my opinion, um, then continues to say not a type that interests me, though. Very interesting. And I, I wish that you could type more because I do want to talk about that. Um, shout out to all the monsters that are listening and you can come up too and join the conversation. The same person continues and says 80 million chicks on OF, LOL. Eh, yeah, it's a lot. Am I mad or am I just like, I'm being passionate? Okay, I'm, I'm actually a little mad. You know, I'm a little mad. I'm a wee mad. I'm a, I'm a, I am think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. It's a little bit of both. Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> here we are. Living, oh, I'm sorry, what, babe? Oh, no, you, I was just saying, like, especially just because, like, when we finally have gotten to a point where we've got that representation and it's, like, considered, quote, unquote, acceptable to be, like, on TV or something like that. It's just seen in this in this light that is just, like, a, it's a joke. And yes. it's just crazy that this is what we get. This is our representation. Like, how, how dare us do what everybody else does? Like, no one forces us you know, in society to come out and say, I'm monogamous, but how dare we live an open lifestyle that is alternative to the quote unquote norm. And then the first thing you want to do is misrepresent us in movies, which is a whole different conversation. But then you're going to make a mockery of it through catfish. Okay. Or through, you know, my secret relationship. There are people like myself, like yourself, who are just op living openly and freely. And I'm tired of answering the question, is it openly cheating? No, the fuck it's not. Um, I do agree with it's the person. definitely not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You could be, you know, polyamorous and only be active with one person. I've said this numerous times. Polyamory is not a sex thing. It is more to that, you know, Um and the major difference, again, between polyamory and polygamy is the fact that, one, you are married legally to several different people, um, which, of course, is illegal in many states. Um, polyamory, mm -hmm. you can be married to one individual and be in numerous relationships of different various forms, you know, but also what's something that uh, Naya and I agree on um, is the fact that. These people who are on social media telling you that they're polyamorous, one, are doing it for the likes, which was just verified on this fucking show. And then two, um, you're, you're thinking that there's like a how to guide when everybody's journey is different. Everybody has different rules that may not apply to the next relationship. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, <Ugh>, yeah. <sighs> and. Yes, I, I also agree with that comment that you can absolutely be poly and only be active with one person. In my case, I'm I'm legally married yeah. um, to someone. And I think that a lot of folks thought just because I'm married to somebody that I'm like no longer polyamorous, which is not the case. My partner and I have dated separately since the beginning of our relationship. And that did not change once we just we decided to, to get married, which a lot of people seem to think is what happened. So I just think there's a lot of, there's still so much mis misunderstanding and and assumptions made about people um, based on their relationships, titles and mm -hmm. things. So I think that's another reason why it's so frustrating that the representation that we get in media about polyamory is like so skewed by folks who are just 
doing things for likes and clicks. Like I was actually just telling Sapphire about this TikTok account that I came across today. Um, and I have mixed feelings, like no shade to the, you know, oh, no. folks who are <laughs> no shade to, you know, the white folks or nothing. But I do feel like certain, you know, I'm married to a white person myself, mm-hmm. but it's just there are certain white polyamorous people who move very differently than other polyamorous people. And I feel like this person on TikTok was portraying that kind of like sketchy polyamory Mm. that we're talking about. Yes. Where I was like, this person has a fuck ton of followers and they're they're basically just using a bunch of non-monogamy and polyamory buzzwords to make it seem like what they're doing is okay. But in reality, I'm like, that seems like a really unsafe, not okay relationship dynamic. Right, especially- But you're like using- those words to like make it okay for yourself. Right. And bait people because, you know, further on, on the big reveal of catfish, I did not finish the episode because first of all, it ruined my fucking dinner. Okay. it That's how disgusted I am. That's what it is. I'm not angry. I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted because here we are in 2023 about to enter 2024 and we still cannot have like positive representation of alternative relationships. How hard is it to do a little fucking research and dig into the motherfuckers who actually are doing this and not doing it for the clicks? Like, I get it. It's juicy. But my lifestyle is not a fucking trend. It is not a clickbait to go and fuck random people. I'm tired of defending a lifestyle that, you know, I try to protect myself and others into a a, a nice atmosphere, sex positivity and love. And here you go and trash it with, oh, we just, you know, do it for the likes. Yeah, we flirt a little to get a little more like the fuck. Yeah, to see it just it also really hurts my feelings. And I feel really bad for the people who get caught in the middle of that, like people who are interacting with these people thinking that it's something else when in reality they're just being used. Yes. And And that's really fucked up. It is. And it's like. You know, it goes without saying, the more people that you get fucking involved, the bigger and deeper the feels, okay? I'm a fucking human being. It fucking sucks to get rejected. It sucks to even get more rejected sometimes, dare I say, sometimes over my lifestyle and not my STD. The fact that I have herpes. Because now you're like... (laughs) shitting on a lifestyle that you make me seem like I'm a sex addict and then shame me for getting herpes because being polyamorous made me get herpes. Call me fucking crazy. Ugh. Disgusted. Um, anybody else who would like to come up, feel free, you know, and, and thank you for engaging in the comments. Um, yeah, I... <sighs> I'm with you. The person said I became poly because I'm an ethical and I refuse to cheat. Yes, I think people when you're getting into relationships, I don't want to say treat it like a fucking interview, but it's like, yeah, I need to know everything about you. And if for any fucking reason, you know, you develop these feelings, these curiosities, you would have the fucking brains and respect 
to address this to me before we get any deeper or just express it because, you know, we're in it together. It's a ride or die deal. You know what? Sometimes full disclosures right away need to be said because, again, people assume too much. People assume, again, because we're all in the sexual lifestyles. You know, some people are cuckolds. Some people are polyamorous. Some people are polygamous. Some people are ethically non-monogamous or they're non-monogamous or they're just regular kingsters. And they think the most fucked up things. It's never, you know, oh, this is a beautiful lifestyle. Like, how, how are you managing that life, like your regular nine to five life and, and the other part of your life that is a little bit more sexual? I'd rather be asked that than be made a fool in a sex addict on a national television for the likes. No wonder I'm not getting any social media engagement because I don't have big tits, big ass, lip injections. I'm not showing and popping my pussy. And that's no disrespect to any sex worker. It's just not my thing. I respect my sex workers, but not every sex worker is polyamorous. Mm-hmm. That is facts. <laughs> like, please pay <laughs> the sex workers and support them. Please, you know, protect porn stars. Please. Okay, I can go on and on about days, but not every one of his look like what you think is is the view of polyamory. I'm sick and tired of that shit. And it was just verified tonight on Catfish. So fuck MTV for not doing their fucking research. You fucking pieces of shit. Now I'm fucking mad. (laughs) Let me take some more. And I think another part that's fucking another part that's really fucking irritating and like what's going to be equally as fucked up to the person who was lied to is that this person was under the impression that this woman was in an open relationship. So now, even if they do talk to somebody who's polyamorous, they're going to have this fear that people are lying to them. That. And And that's already (laughs) another huge thing when it comes to like meeting other people, because you know, I've been in those types of situations where people claim that they're non-monogamous or polyamorous. And in reality, they're like lying to their partner or, the people don't know about you and it's just like not like just not cool not at all um and that's just the trust has to be there that is a huge part of being non-monogamous polyamorous person is trust and And, honesty and honesty i don't care how fine the person is talk to your fucking home base first Okay. That is number one. (laughs) And and newsflash, not everybody in a polyamorous relationship, you know, kind of go by the rules of saying like they both have to be polyamorous. One person Mm -hmm. can actually be monogamous and be poly and the other person could be polyamorous. And they're just cool with that because they know their home front is cool. It's 100. Mm. But we don't want to talk about that because that doesn't make trends. We want to know about the no. sex. We want to know how you get down at sex parties. Or how you have a fucking cage of an uh, of a person. It's not even that. You treat them like an animal and you don't even understand the, the rules of consent and, and loving and care of a real BDSM relationship. Yeah, that's nobody wants to talk about the, the actual work part of <laughs> being in a polyamorous relationship. They just want to know about the fun stuff, not the actual work and emotional labor and self-work that goes into being in these types of relationships. Oh, no. Okay, one of my boos on here said this room is above my pay grade. Please explain. I feel hurt. (laughs) 
Yeah, what do, what, what do y'all mean? I'm hurt with your cute little booty. Come on now. What you mean? And service says, you agree, please. And you guys, if you're open to um, coming on anonymously, you can raise your hand and join in the chat because, you know, I love talking with y'all. Now, if you're saying it as a compliment, like we're giving you some free advice. Yes, please. You know, I've only been trying to normalize this lifestyle since I've been on air for the past 15 years. But, you know, I don't have 100,000 followers. You know, I don't I don't have lip injections to um, make it socially appealing for these oh, sexual lifestyles. Like it looks like someone else in the comments said that sex workers aren't in both sex workers aren't in relationships. It seems like all they care about is money. Well, as someone who is a fellow sex worker, a retired sex worker and somebody and somebody um, also works in the porn atmosphere, too. I'm an editor. I've interviewed you know <laughs> i work behind the scenes so yeah n- yes please please <laughs> let's talk about that um yeah no i i would have to disagree with that point um sex work there are lots of sex workers who are in very loving mm-hmm. long-term relationships with people and i mean in terms of saying that all they care that is about is money i mean it's a job just like any other job so you know, um, yeah, just, who doesn't care about making a living and, and taking care of themselves and taking care of the things they need in life? Um, but obviously, you know, all sex workers are different. Um, there's also different types of sex workers and, you know, people do different things. So I can't speak for all sex workers, but I would say that with at least for myself and like the majority of the sex workers I know, a lot of those people are in relationships, long term relationships. A good chunk of them are in monogamous ones, too, I might add. Yeah. Um, And uh, yeah, they, you know, them and their partners see it as just as just work. Um, Yeah. You know what? They further on it, um, you know, they're saying like, it just seems that way. Well, let me tell you the reason why it seems that way is because that's what's trending out there. The fact that you have to dig Mm -hmm. a little deeper and go outside of the the porn realm. We all know that our phones are listening to us. Doesn't matter what type of phone you have. If you have a smart device, it knows what you like. And what you're being fed on the daily. So those are going to be the ones that you're going to see who unfortunately do care about the money. Because, yes, there's a good side of porn. There's a bad side of porn. There's a good and bad side to everybody. It doesn't matter what the fuck you come from. You know, people have their good and bad sides. It doesn't matter the lifestyle. And like another person said, you know, everyone is different. Needs and desires differ. But that's the problem. Um, My needs and desires as a polyamorous person gets made as a fucking joke. Because I can never make up my fucking mind. Apparently. (laughs) You know, I I can't decide. I can't pick a side. Like, this is not fucking Marvel. This is not good versus fucking evil. This was a lifestyle that was comfortable for me. God damn it. Right. And the the thing about that, too, is that even even in this lifestyle... your needs and desires can change and that's okay yeah um i think a lot of people think that once you're like okay i'm not monogamous that like you're like stuck in this space like you have to be this way forever and it's like no you could change your mind at any time just like anything else facts facts so yeah i mean oh 
Yeah, it is a false narrative. I can completely agree. It's a false. It's a false narrative. It's a. I don't know. I just I wish it didn't have to be that way. And even the social media influencers out there that are like social media isn't real. If it's not real, do what I fucking did. You know, I got off it. I drop in to show you that I'm alive and share like a little bit of happiness. But the real stuff, nah. If you say that, (laughs) if you say social media is not real, then get the fuck off of it. Even as hard as it is, as someone who has been so like, "Mm, I know I have to get on it. Like I, I control my narrative, not social media. I'll drop in when I feel like it. I have other ways to express myself and to get, you know, the real reality fix out there. Yes. And I saw somebody on here said that they're not in a relationship, but they've seen, oh, sorry, that they would serve multiple women at one time as a free agent. And that's, I think, something that, like, Thank you for sharing that, by the way. I think something that a lot of people conflate. Wait, who were you saying that to? Um, I don't know if folks want to be named or not. Oh, okay. You were okay, but you're talking about one of the comments. Yes, someone in the comments. Um I I think a lot of times folks could will be like, Yeah, I'm polyamorous, they're not monogamous, when in reality they're just like single and dating. They're Mm -hmm. not the same thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, just exploring or having casual sex. Like those are not polyamory or non-monogamy and that's okay. Um, I think a lot of people just automatically go straight into that feeling of like, oh, well, since I'm, you know, going on multiple dates with different people, then I must be non-monogamous. Like, no, you're, you're just dating and getting to know people. And that's, that's totally fine. And it doesn't even define what an open relationship is because (laughs) open relationships are what people make of it. It's not a one rule Mm -hmm. thing. People have their different boundaries, their different limitations, just like in polyamory, like polyamory looks like a, so many fucking different things, so many fucking different things. So like someone said, you know, take that shit or get off the pot. But yeah. <laughs> Ugh. And see someone in the comments said, I've been in a, you know, ethical, non-monogamous relationship for almost uh, nine years now. And that's amazing. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you for putting in the work. Okay, if you say a relationship yes, is not absolutely. work, mm, no, get the fuck out of here. Relationships are work. That's why I said, you know, whenever you're looking for your perspective, it's a job interview. That's what it is. And it makes me really happy to continue to hear and see folks who have been in these types of relationships for many, 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 many years. Mm-hmm. And and it completely obliterates the stereotype that these relationships don't last and that they're not real. Um, so... Thank you for sharing that and, you know, living your truth. It really, it really gives hope for the rest of us, you know? It really does. And I can't even imagine how it's evolved because I feel like all these alternative relationships from even back then, you know, 20, 30, 10, 15 years from, you know, now, before, um, I can't even imagine the work that you have to put through. 
You know, it's amazing, but we don't get to see that shit often. And it sucks. And it's ruined by these these trenders, these little lifestyle trenders. Just mm, no. Oh, you cut out a little bit at the end, boo. I didn't get that last part. Oh, I was saying, you know, it just they it's the social trend. Like, you know, unless if it's trending, it's not real. You know, right. anything that you do, the work that you put in, it's just not real. It doesn't matter. And they make it seem that it's that easy. And then you play and toy with people's emotions, real people's emotions who are tied to this type of lifestyle. And you cause more harm than good. And you wonder why people, you know, want to mislabel us and act like we have some fucking disease or something. That we're socially incapable to just stick to one. No, it's not a sickness that we choose to love freely. Again, all these other types right. of relationships, marriage is an institutionalized thing. Your feelings are fucking valid. Some people like to express on them more than others, and that's okay as long as you do it safely. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, it's, you know, I really hope that we can finally get to a place where we get the proper representation on TV and media where it's not that polyamorous or non-monogamous people are either in like some fucking weird cult or are just doing it for clicks and likes and clout. <laughs> for real. Now, this last comment, and I'm, I'm going to keep it short because I'm a little tired. One of my coworkers said I look like I had too much coffee. I feel like I didn't have enough coffee. <laughs> Like I am crashing. Um, But they said I couldn't care less what other people think in reality. I would like to say I would like to say it's easy for me to have that mindset, but it's not. Um, And Uh and that's not like a social brag, but like Sanaya and I, we are semi public people. You know, we have like notoriety in our communities people do know us you know in our fields and we do interact with a lot of people and as much as I would like to say I never like to look at the comments I don't like to look at people's reactions in public that makes me more uncomfortable that I seemingly make you uncomfortable of something that you don't understand and yet you want to pass judgment instead of trying to get to understand and know me Yeah, I think I think it's really easy to be, you know, kind of just like, well, I want to live my life. And I mean, I'm totally with you. I do just want to live my life and not give a shit what people think. But I think especially as like folks who are sex positive people, people who are sexuality professionals, people who work in certain fields, um, you kind of have a responsibility to, yeah, be an advocate Mm -hmm. and and help in that normalization of being who you are. Um, You know, I am definitely a representative and a part of many communities that I feel like are grossly misrepresented on the internet (laughs) or even in just like politics and just different things like that. Am I going to be the voice for all of those people? No, but I think by living my life and being loud in my truth and, and sharing that I live this this way and that I'm am like a 
thriving, happy person doing the things that I do, being the person that I am is a testament to all the people who don't understand and all the people who um, are like me and maybe have not seen those things in media or seen those things online and looking for community. Like there's just so much more. It's, it's, I hate to say it like this and be like really cliche, but it's like, it's bigger than me. You know what I mean? Like, um, and it's just, yeah, it's just something that I do with little things. Now I'm not on, on social media as much as I used to be, but I think that being my own representation is really important because who knows where we will be in a week, a month, a year from now and who will be that next person representing. But I would love to leave something behind where it's like, hey, I was this person doing this thing, living this life. And I want people to know you could do that, too. And you could follow me in real life. (laughs) You know, (laughs) you can actually like walk down the street and, and, you know, take a look at my social life because I that's leaving a legacy. You know, I hate to say that social media could be like a historical book, but it is because where did history mm-hmm. books come from? Archives. Social media is a historical archive. So when you start erasing your past, I rather somebody come out in the open about their past and say, yes, I did do this. But now let's see where they've grown. That's what I want to see. If you have grown from your own ignorance, that's an ag- that's an advocate for you. And a true advocate is going to uh, acknowledge where they fucked up in life or where, you know, they they may have caused harm, but then they found something that helped them. That's true advocacy. Testaments. Mm-hmm. So the things that you and I Sanaya equally have left behind on the internet, especially about the lifestyles that we live in. I'd rather have people go back and and do their fucking research and then realize like, oh shit, look where they're at now. And they're still being true 100% to that lifestyle. They didn't fade off from it because it wasn't no longer a hashtag. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've said this like before, I mean, I was gone from social media for like a year or two. And I always said that I was never going to take down that page or those pages just because, like you said, it's a testament to those spaces and those moments of learning and sharing and community building that Mm -hmm. like... I just, why, why get rid of it? Like it's, that was something that I was really happy to create and cultivate in those spaces for people who wanted, who were curious for people who were like, for people who were, um, you know, like me or not like me, but just were willing to learn and to understand. And And we're limited on their own research. I mean, um, their mm -hmm. own resources within their own community. Right. (sighs) Exactly. Especially especially during the pandemic, which is, I feel like, during the time when people finally were comfortable being like, you know what? I have all these curiosities and I want to learn about these things and I want to understand these things. And that's where people were doing it was on social media. Um, And shit, a couple years from now, we're going to look back and be like, wow, this was a point in time in history where... Social media was more than just sharing pictures and sharing, you know, things in our personal lives. It was actually a place where we learned and and built community and like 
understood one another, which I think speaks volumes to a lot of stuff, especially in the political, socio political climate we're in right now. 100%. So, yes, uh, most monsters, there you have it. Um, I just wanted to just share that thought and, you know, thank you, Boo, for kicking it with me. I mean, oh my goodness. Prego and all, you must be tired of the motherfucker. <laughs> you know, I always love having our tats. And yes, I'm fucking exhausted. This baby <laughs> is ready to fucking kill me, I feel like. Well, they're very I, active. <laughs> I can't wait to be that auntie. I cannot wait. I'm so fucking excited. So, and just so happy and so proud of you and your partner. Like, I love you both dearly. And. Oh. Thank you so much. Love you too. I know I'm very excited for this journey. It's a journey, all right. Hell yes. <laughs> now I have now I'll have somebody, you know, in the wings. Like I could just pull this out and boom. Hi, kids. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a new research. <laughs> it's gonna be Oh great. my gosh. I can't wait. Yes. So thank you guys so much for kicking in with me um, at Ms. Radio Sapphire. Where can they get in touch with you? Oh, my goodness. I'm a semi back on the gram. So follow me on Instagram at Ho on the go. Um, all my links should be in my bio, I believe. So give me a follow or not. You know, that's OK, too. I know a lot of folks don't really have Instagram anymore, but I am also trying to make it a point to come back on the app a little bit more. So I hope to see you all again on here soon. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So, again, follow us, like us, support, support, support. Can't wait for more in the new year. Good night, monsters. Have a good night, y'all. That was the show, all you sexy motherfuckers out there. Remember to follow at Ms. Radio Sapphire and Sapphire's Earplay on Instagram. Want some eargasms of the past and future? Make sure to follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and all streaming platforms.